Hello, hello, hello. I'm back. This is Ty Johnson with the ABCs of getting out of the bag. I am so excited to be back with you. We have been on a hiatus. You guys know that 2020 was a beast. However, we are so grateful to God that we have made it. We want to continue to encourage you. It is well worth the journey to do the work and to get out of the bag. This is the Chick in a Bag series, and we're talking again about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Now, I also want to thank everybody because it is amazing how much support I have gotten, how you guys have stood by me and listened to this podcast, even in the times that I wasn't putting out new work, you guys were still there. So I want to thank you so, so much for your relentless support. Thank you so much. I'm going to jump right into it. And today we're going to continue with the letter C. C. C for confusion. C for confusion. Yes, we're going to be talking about the bag of confusion. That is a bag that can literally suffocate you and literally kill you. It could kill your dreams, kill your destiny. It could kill your fire to push forward. So we're going to talk about confusion today. Confusion comes to corrode and to eat at your ability to see clearly. When you're confused, you can't make um, intelligent decisions. You can't make informed decisions because there's so much going on. You can't see clearly. Now in today's age, there is a plethora of information, so much information and everything pushes itself forward as the truth. But thank God we know the truth. We got to always understand our firm foundation on what is the truth. No matter what our ideals are, no matter what we want to see happen, we can't allow truth to be skewed by our own selfish desires or by our own wants and things that we wanting to see happen. We need to always have a firm truth. That's why we must know the word. That's why we must stand on the word because the, the word will guide us. Later on, I'll be giving you like some seven steps that will break confusion off your life. But we're going to just dive, continue to talk about this confusion. Confusion cripples your growth. Confusion cripples your growth. It stops you from growing. Why? Because it causes you to become stagnant in your decision making and even in your life. When you're confused, you I don't, you know, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should do that. That confusion comes in to rob you of your moment, your now. There is power in now. The Bible says that now faith is the substance, the now, the, the power of the now, knowing that you can move in this moment to create change that will change the trajectory of your life and not just for you, but for your generation and for the people that are waiting on you to become who you've been called to be. But confusion likes to come in and it likes to cripple us. Another thing, and I'm going to just keep it real. Sometimes we get confused because we're drawn away with our own emotions, especially I know in relationships. Relationships can have you really messed up in your head if you allow yourself to get in a wrong relationship or you allow your heart to be given in an area where God has not ordained for you to be. Your heart pulls you in a way that you know that God is pulling you in another way. That causes confusion 
and it gets you derailed from your destiny. It gets you derailed from the path that God wants you. Why? Because your flesh is pulling you in one direction. And a part of your heart, that fleshly part of you is pulling you towards your emotions, toward appeasing how you feel and what you want to experience and what you think instead of going with what you know and knowing the truth, knowing God, knowing his purpose, knowing his will for your life so that you can line up. When you're being pulled in both of those directions, that's called confusion. And it makes you stagnant in your ability to make the proper decisions to move forward in your life. It literally paralyzes your progress. It literally paralyzes you. Because you can't decide whether to go left or go right, most people stand still. I'm going to confess, that's, that was one of my things. Like when I get so overwhelmed in a, in a process of making a decision, sometimes I would become paralyzed. I remember when I was going through my situation, um, one of the hardest times in my life, because I couldn't believe that I had made such a decision that, that this could happen in my life, I now became paralyzed. My favorite thing to say at that time was, I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Where you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to live? I don't know. It was because I was literally paralyzed. Why? Because I was confused. I was, I was confused by what had taken place in my life. Some of us, it's not your fault. Some things have come into your life through your curveball. You thought you were on the right track, but then all of a sudden some, something comes and knocks you out, knocks the wind out of you. And you can get confused. You can start to think, well, I thought I was going the right way. It's not necessarily that you were going the wrong way, but life has a way of testing your faith that way. Things come into our life. Um, things You, you got to know that what God allows to come into your life did not come to destroy you. No weapon fashioned or formed against you can prosper. But the problem is, can we stand? Having done all, can we stand when adversity comes? Can we stand when heartbreak comes? Can we stand when someone leaves our life? Can we stand when we lose a loved one? It's not easy. And I'm not by any means saying it's easy. What happens is the enemy uses that time to sow confusion. He uses that time to sow confusion into our life at the loss of anything in our life. He, he, especially if you were going towards the right thing, he uses confusion to throw you off. He uses confusion as a weapon. James 3.16 says, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Look at this scripture, envy and strife. Ask yourself about your surroundings. Ask yourself about the people you are associating with, things that are around you. Do you allow envying and strife to be around you? Have you allowed envying and strife to even come into your life and into your heart? Do you see it nearby? Because if you do, you will also find there to be confusion. Have you ever noticed people that play both sides of the fence? When they're with you, they're saying, oh, yeah, this and this and this. And when they go with the other person, they're saying, oh, yeah, something else against you. That's confusion, envying and strife, bitterness, all those things, confusion and every evil work is coming in to rob you of your God given purpose, your destiny. We're going to fight against that today. Amen. James 13. I mean, sorry, James 3, 17 to 18 says, but. The wisdom, what is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace 
of them that make peace. So when you see all of this bickering and this stuff, that's not that's not the peace of God. That's not the wisdom of God. If you want to have um, to get rid of confusion in your life, ask God for wisdom. <laughs> that was one of my first uh, for one full year. Actually, it was in the year of 2007. That's the only thing I asked God for was wisdom. Lord, give me your divine wisdom. Wisdom will expel confusion. And the thing is that constantly, the Bible says, ask him for wisdom. He gives it to us liberally. Ask God for wisdom. Keep asking him for wisdom. Every day, we'll never get enough of wisdom. Wisdom will expel confusion because you will know the truth. You will know what it is that you're supposed to do. You would know. You would know. And even when the Bible says, um, and all that getting with wisdom, you know, acts, but with all that getting, get an understanding, get an understanding because you need to understand how to apply your knowledge. That's wisdom, understanding how to apply knowledge. And that will dispel confusion. It'll get it off your life. I, I know somebody listening to me today is battling with this bag of confusion. It You don't know if you should move. You don't know if you should stay. You don't know if you should leave that situation or leave that relationship or leave that job. You don't know if you should stay and try and make it work, but God will give you the wisdom. He will give you the insight. That confusion is only there to make you stagnant. It is there to keep you hostage in a situation that God has already liberated you from. I want you to hear me today. You have freedom in your mouth when you ask God to give you the wisdom for that situation. Everything that you're going through in this life, there's no such problem except a wisdom problem. Ask God for the wisdom. Lord, show me which way I am to go. He will guide you. He will direct you. If you're waiting for to hear a big, loud voice from heaven, that ain't it. <laughs> yes, some people say they can hear the audible voice of God. And that's wonderful. But God speaks to us in our everyday life. He speaks to us mainly through his word. He will never say anything that is contradictory to the word of God. And therefore, you can be out of confusion. That itself will break confusion. When somebody comes and tell you something and, and, and the enemy is trying to sow confusion in your life, look at it per the word of God. What does the word of God have to say about that? That's wisdom. And it will break that off your life. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. That 1 Corinthians 14 and 33 says, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. God is not the author of confusion. We see confusion today everywhere. We see it in our government. We see it in our churches. We see it in our families, in our houses, but God is not the author of that. What God is, is peace. Jehovah Shalom. He is peace. He is the God of our peace. And when we see peace, we know that is where God is. When you see confusion, you know there's evil, there's strife, there's envying. And you can dispel that with wisdom. If we come together and look at what the truth is, you know, um, over the past couple of years, there've come something called alternative facts. There's no such thing as an alternative fact. It's either the truth or it's not. It's either the truth or it's not. And just because <laughs> I'm about to burst some bubbles, just because somebody says something is a fact, it's not necessarily the truth. Facts have circumstances. Facts come with a backing, with things, uh, uh, algorithms and different things to make them out to be a certain way. The truth is the truth. The Bible says, I am the way, the truth and the life. You must know the truth. And that truth that I'm speaking of is 
the truth named Jesus Christ. He will never lead you wrong. He will never forsake you. He will never cause you to go down the wrong way. If you want to know and get out of any situation back in the day, um, I think around the early nineties, around 93, 94, 95, we used to wear these bracelets. What would Jesus do? WWJD. What would Jesus do? That was asking a a way of asking for wisdom in any situation. This wisdom is the light. It is the life and it is the truth. And his name is Jesus. And that's why we used to say WWJD. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do in this situation? That will dispel the confusion of my life. I personally had to battle with the bag of confusion where I felt like I was stuck. I was paralyzed because I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't understand how the last decision I made got me in a certain situation. So now I was paralyzed and I stayed still because I didn't want to make a mistake. That in itself is a mistake. That in itself is a mistake. Yes, you stay still until you hear the voice of God, but you can't stay still out of fear. You must operate in faith in order to please God. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So I want to encourage you today to definitely break free of fear, break free free of the bag of confusion, keeping you bound, keeping you stagnant, keeping you from making that next move in life, from stepping out on that next level of faith, because it wants to keep you bound in confusion, not knowing if you should go left or or go right. The answer is to ask WWJD, what would Jesus do? And I can get out of this situation. Psalm 71 and one says in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust? Let me never be put to confusion. Hallelujah. If I were you, I would write that scripture down and I would recite it over and over and over. Psalm 71, one in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust? Let me never be put to confusion. So no matter who's telling me what, no matter what circumstances are coming, no matter what I got in the mail that says this is going to happen. Let me not be put in confusion. Let me know what your word says about me, Father. How do I know what your word say? I hide myself in you. I hide your word in my heart. I study it. I I allow you to speak to my spirit and I follow you, Lord. I listen to your voice. Therefore, I cannot be confused when I hear the voice of another. The Bible says the sheep of my pasture, they hear my voice in a stranger. They will not hear. So it's important. We hear the voice of God that we are not confused and we're not bound by the enemy trying to sow discord, trying to sow confusion in our family, in our marriages, in our businesses. He's trying to sow confusion. Hear God's word clearly. Hear God's direction and instruction clearly so that we don't have that to deal with. I'm going to give you really quickly seven ways to break free from confusion. Seven ways to break free from confusion. Number one, seek God first. Number one, seek God first. The way that you can be sure that you start your journey well is to seek God first. Direct my steps, Lord. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Amen. Ask God, Lord, this is what I have in my heart to do. Please, 
is this the way I should go? He will always confirm it. He will confirm it through a conversation with someone else. He will confirm it in his word. He will confirm it in a dream. He will confirm it in something that you see walking through Walmart or anywhere on the, God will always confirm if you just ask the question. He will all, he's, he's about the business of communicating with us. That's what communion means. Hallelujah. God desires to commune with us. And when you seek God first, he will always answer you. Number two, silence your flesh. This is your emotions. Your emotions get involved and they want you to do this or go there and do that. And your mind and your spirit is telling you to do something else. Silence your flesh and you will break free from confusion because you know in the heart of hearts what it is that you have to do next. But fear, lust of the flesh, and several other different things will come to challenge you, will come to try and make you not go in the direction that your spirit is pulling you in, that you know that you know you know you should go. You must silence your flesh. Number three, submit to God-given authority. This is how you break confusion. Submit to God-given authority. Let there be someone that can speak into your life. Let me say that again. There should be someone that can speak into your life besides you saying, God is the one who speaks to me. Yes, God is the one who speaks to you, but God uses other people as well to speak into our life that we may be accountable to someone else. People who are unwilling to submit to another here on earth, you cannot possibly be submitted unto God. Somebody should be able to come and snatch you sometimes and say, hey, you're going down the wrong way. This will keep confusion out of your life because you won't be prone to making bad decisions if you have someone that you can confide in, especially when things seem murky, when it seems like, should I or should not? And your flesh may be pulling you in one way, but if you have a God-given authority over your life, they can speak to the God in that situation. They can speak to you the way that God would have you to go, and it will cause clarity to come forth instead of you moving out into the wrong direction. Number four, speak truth. Speak truth. Don't speak your emotions. Don't speak your feelings. Don't speak what someone else said. Speak the truth. The truth will cut all confusion. Don't speak an alternative fact or something to build your case, but speak the truth. There's only one truth. There's not a bunch. A lot of people say there's a bunch. No, it's not. There's not a whole bunch of truths. It's a truth. So speak the truth. And then if you speak the truth, you never have to, you know, when people lie, they have to always continue to remember their lie because every time they ask to say it again, it's going to change. But when you're speaking the truth, it's consistent. It's not going to change. It is what it is. <laughs> so you're going to be consistent with what you're saying. Speak truth. Number five, stop disinformation. Stop it in its tracks. When somebody comes to you with some information and they don't have the, the facts, the viable facts to back it up, just stop that right there. Say, you know what? Okay, that's what you're saying, but I don't, especially when people are coming to you with information about others, spreading gossip and things like that. That's confusion. Remember, we talked about envying and strife. That's confusion. When people come to you with that kind of information, stop that. Nip it in the bud. How do you know that? Okay, well, I don't think that that's any information that I need to consume. I mean, how is that going to add value to me? And if you don't feel comfortable, silence it. You can look at the person and just be looking at them. I'm tell I've done it on a number of occasions. I'll get text messages or something. I don't want to get involved in that. I'm not going to say anything. 
I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to say anything because I have nothing to do with that. And it has nothing to do. It's going to stop with me. It's not going to go past me. I'm not going to spread misinformation. That's confusion. I'm not going to aid in that confusion. Number six, stand on God's word. God's word is the sure foundation. He's the only sure foundation. I know the Bible says heaven and earth is going to pass before one jot or tittle of God's word is going to pass before one crossing of the T or dotting of the I passes. The whole world will pass first. So I'd rather be standing on something solid. I'm going to stand on the rock, not on the sand. I'm going to stand on the rock, the rock that cannot be moved. His name is Jesus. Stand on God's word. God's word is powerful. God's word is invigorating. God's word gives life. God's word gives tenacity. God's word gives encouragement. God's word dispels darkness. Oh my God. Listen to God's word. Stand on it and it will it will surely shake every foundation of confusion in your life. Number 7. And this is our final one. Serve purpose. Serve purpose. When you begin to serve the God-given purpose on your life, it will give you clarity in your decision-making processes. It will give you clarity in your decisions for life. Because when you're doing what God has called you to do, or when you're serving a purpose, certain things you don't have time for anymore. Certain things lose their relevancy. Certain things are no longer important. Why? Because everything about you is serving a purpose. Well, I'm telling you, I hope you wrote those seven things down and I hope that they encourage you to break free of the bag of confusion. I want to thank you for sticking with me and I promise you I will continue to seek the Lord to provide wisdom and insight to you so that you can get out and stay out of the bag. I love you and I appreciate you. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you right now for your daughter, for your son, that you're breaking off every bag of confusion from their life, every bag of envying, strife, bitterness that is causing confusion to keep them in a wayward way or keep them in an indecisive place or in a place of stagnancy. Let it be broken in the name of Jesus that they may be free to live and to express fully the gift of God that is on their life. Father, Father, we give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. I love you. And I want to make sure that you and I continue to stay out of the bag. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye.